Uh, with us in our studio, we have a, um, a visitor from Israel who is responsible for one of the uh, incredible wineries of Israel. One of the things we've pointed out over the last uh, months and years is how many amazing wineries there are in Israel. And today, Yehuda Nahar is here. Yehuda Nahar is here from Israel's Jezreel Winery, J-E-Z-R-E-E-L. And we get an opportunity to explore um, the impact of the Jezreel Winery on the kosher wine scene. Yehuda Nahar, shalom. Welcome to JM in the AM. How are you, you, sir? Very good, thank you. Enjoying your visit to the United States, I hope. It's always amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, how uh, how how old, or I should say, when was the Jezreel Winery founded? So we founded the winery at uh, 2012, uh, meaning we're at uh, sixth uh, harvest right now, and uh, yeah, so it's about six years. All right, the winery is six years old, and uh, what kind of impact have you had on the Israeli wine scene? Um, so I think it's pretty meaningful, actually, because we're doing unique stuff uh, that is different and that had, uh, has a deep statement uh, about a wine industry in Israel. So we're focusing on, on making wine that will have a deep connection to Israel um, by variety, variety, varieties. Uh, Varietals. Uh, Varietals, sorry. Good morning, Simon Jacob. Good morning, yeah. good morning, good morning. <laughs> you know, I just want to mention that Yehuda is an incredibly special person. Um, not only is he a winemaker and one of the most creative winemakers in Israel right now, but he's also uh, the CEO of the uh, winery, which right. is very unusual because usually winemakers, are their heads are up in the clouds or in, in test tubes. Um, and he is uh, very business business oriented, as well as being a head up in the clouds and test tubes, uh, looking at you know different varietals, special varietals. But let him talk. About how did you first meet, Simon? Um, you know, I, how did we first meet? <laughs> <laughs> it was a while ago. Yeah, but yeah. It, it went so deep, so we just forgot the. <laughs> you forgot the roots, huh? Yeah, we actually right. tasted wine together with Jay. Right. What was Yehuda Nahar doing before he was running a winery? So I was in, uh, you can say, agriculture uh, in general. I was uh, growing uh, vegetables uh, in private gardens. I had a landscaping company. And uh, I was always looking for the connection between um, agriculture and, um, and the customer, how to, how to connect the two. And uh, wine is actually the, was for me a very natural next step of uh, doing it to grow something and to make a product that people can really enjoy. And that's how it began, huh? Yeah, that's how it began. So what's the first step? And we have Jay standing by, we'll get to him. What, what's the first step? You say to yourself, okay, I now want to be a winery. What happens? Where yeah. does it begin? So uh, I went uh, learning uh, winemaking at uh, the high college in, uh, in Israel. Right. And something bothers me all the time. Um, that I was visiting a lot of winery in Israel, and I think that there's amazing wines coming from Israel. But I was always looking for the connection to the place, and I have like this uh, subject in my mind all the time. If someone is making a very, very good Cabernet Sauvignon in Israel, and another person is actually drinking it, for example, in the States, right, right here. In New York. In New York, yeah. and he's enjoying the wine. Mm -hmm. but what does it really mean about Israel? Where is the connection? And I wanted to make wines that I will know for sure that when people are enjoying them, they will feel something 
going on in their heart, in their head, and it will create an, a ses- sensational uh, connection to Israel. They will taste Israel. Exactly. So I was looking for the, the right varietals uh, to use and the right style of wine that will match Israeli food, Mediterranean food. Uh. And I found the most important varietal for me, which is the Argaman. This is a true Israeli varietal that no one else has almost used in Israel, which is for me kind of ridiculous because we have one grape. We can make wine and say this is 100% Israeli wine. So I took this grape and we made a lot of effort to learn how to make um, high quality wines from it. And so far, I'm very happy. So far, so good. This is why I love this guy. Argaman, I assume, is a Hebrew word. Yeah, and it w- and it's called what in English? We have an English translation for argaman. Is well, there a, well, a reference in English? No, it, it, argaman is a, is a is a kind of red. Right, it's a very it's a color. Yeah, it's a very deep red, right. and it has this color, intense red. And this grape is actually amazing because it is very suitable for a hot climate. Mm-hmm. Meaning, when we grow it, we get um, uh, the ripe flavors the fruit and it keeps the acidity and it stays fresh right and so then you can get a fresh wine from a hot climate which is something you will never get from Cabernet Sauvignon that will always be a little bit more heavier and intense how hot does Amek Israel get well I think all of Israel is pretty <laughs> yeah, hot that's right true. <laughs> 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 but are there days that are 40 degrees centigrade there or not uh, not really that's okay. pretty moderating yeah. uh well the one and only uh the world's number one kosher wine sommelier is with us live via telephone that would be the one and only jay bookspam good morning jay good morning how are you i first let me apologize i i knew to do it you know without traffic it's a half an hour so i gave myself three times that hmm. <laughs> and I, I still see that it's, it's, I'm going to need more than that to get in, so I apologize for not being there, Yehuda, and to all the listeners, especially my good friend Simon as well. Well, Jay, we have to apologize then for moving to New York, because the uh, Long Island and Queens people are thrilled with the move, but it sounds like you New Jersey people are not thrilled with the move. Not happy. <laughs> not happy. Yeah, actually, your, your move, period, has just been a wonderful <laughs> upgrade for the whole Nakam Seal Network. Well, I appreciate that, but geographically, you'd prefer if we were closer to your house. Let's put it that way. <laughs> you remind me of when I was a kid, and we used to date, and we used to say, no, we can't go out with her because she's G-U. You know what G-U means? Geographically undesirable. Correct. <laughs> a shock! A shock that I remember those days. Jay, did you did you hear the uh, did you hear one of the unique things about Jezreel wines? This Argaman, this deep red that Yehuda just described on the air. Yes, I did. As a matter of fact, most people associate the word Argaman with the color purple. Ah, okay. Um, I, I, he's, you know, I'm glad that there was some clarification that it's really a, a really rich deep red. Right. Originally, as I understand it, Yehuda, and correct me if I'm wrong. Originally, that wine was developed, or that grape was developed in Israel, to give color, only color, yeah. to um, to various wines that weren't as colorful as they would like them to be. So it was used as an adjunct, almost as an ingredient, uh, you know, to enhance other wines. But yeah, right. over the years, because some of the oldest vines in Israel are, frankly, Argaman, talking about 30, 40 years old, right. in some cases, they have, thank Yehuda, and a small cadre of small group of others, they've really, you know, kind of been careful about how to make great wine on its own. You um, 
Yehuda Nahar in studio from the Jezreel Winery. Simon Jacob, of course, one of our wine experts is with us. And Jay Booksbound, the wine expert, is with us live via telephone. Okay, Yehuda, how many bottles? How many varieties? What what type of uh, of um, of selection do people have when they want to get some Jezreel Winery into their home? So uh, we produce uh, right now about between fifty and 60,000 bottles a No, year. I, I mean what type? How many different varieties? There's, do um, there's the Algaman, right. which we make. Uh, there's Carignan which is also an uh, historic uh, varietal in Israel, originally planted uh, by Baron Rothschild wow. and did some kind of a um, comeback uh, to the high-end wine industry uh, lately. And there's a Syrah, which is also uh, a Mediterranean grape uh, from the Rhone area in France uh, originally. Um, so we're focusing on these three. We make rosé from them, and there's a blend of the three uh, together, which is called Adumim. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we write in English, but meaning uh, reds. Right, many reds. Yeah, many reds. <laughs> and there's also um, a single varietal wine from each one of them, Carignan, Syrah, and uh, Algaman. Um, are they all available in the United States? Uh, yeah. yeah. Jay, uh, as I always ask you, give us the availability scale for the Jezreel Winery here in the U.S. Well, except for the Algaman, which is completely sold out, Wow. And you can tell me when you're going to get me some more. <laughs> All the others are currently available in most of the retail shops that you're uh, familiar with in your local communities. Uh, the kosher one, certainly. And you can also get them online. You can search them online. I want to mention one other thing. Sure. One other unique quality. Mm-hmm. I was talking to Simon, actually, about this last night. <laughs> when you have people that come back from Spain or from Italy or from New Zealand or from... Wherever they're going, you know, they, they say, boy, I was at a restaurant and I had this local wine. It was nothing like it. And it was, you know, it was 20 bucks and it was amazing. And it was made from the local grapes and people flip out over the local wines. Now, when you come from Israel, even though fine wine people say, oh, man, I was in Israel and I had a, a Cabernet there or I had a Chardonnay there or I had a Merlot there, what, what Yehuda his great credit and you know the people that are behind him is trying to do is trying to evoke exactly what people who travel to Italy feel when they come back or to Spain or to they use the local grapes they express the local terroir and they express the local sense of the place and that's what terroir is the sense of the place so that's totally unique well almost totally unique to Yehuda and his crew there are one or two other wineries that are attempting to do the same, but it's really exciting to be able to have that kind of reflection in the wine glass itself. Nice. It's called Yekev Emek Yisrael, Jezreel Valley Winery. You can go to the web, jezreelwinery.com, J-E-Z-R-E-E-L, winery.com. There is, I noticed, a VIP club. People outside of Israel could join that as well, right? Yeah, sure. So you could join that right there online. You could also order wine directly from the site, and as Jay mentioned, uh, the retail stores that we're used to in New York and New Jersey, and certainly all across the country, as you hear us in different cities around the U.S., uh, the larger stores certainly are going to be carrying the uh, varieties of Jezreel wine. You can check it out. Jay, we're just the days away from Rosh Hashanah. I know it's hard to believe. It's like sneaking up on everybody, but we're 10 days away from the brand new year. Are you noticing a tremendous uptick among the retail stores in terms of kosher wine purchases right now? Yes, actually, um you know, someone asked me yesterday, uh, you know, are you finished? Meaning, you know, are you done with your business? And the answer is no. We, thank God, um, sales are, are very quite robust. 
people are more interested than ever in more interesting and various wines. And uh, we're actually planning now for, believe it or not, you're going to flip out when I tell you this, I'm actually planning now for Pesach. <laughs> well, that doesn't surprise me, frankly. Yeah. I assume we're, all we're, your wines are Kushla Pesach. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah of course. Um, and, yeah, I mean, that's not, not unusual for you to be six months in advance of the uh, of the holiday. Well, right? not only that, if you look at South America as an example, which is what I, you know, one of the big areas of my responsibility, right. you know, they've got to ship their Pesach wines and foods by November, December at the latest, if they're going to have it in time for a month before Purim, which is when they need it. Right. So, you know, it's now September, so we got to get them together for it. So there you go. Jezreel Valley Winery is a boutique winery dedicated to true Israeli winemaking. The sun-loving varietals and the winemaking style reflect a new world of original Israeli wine. You can check it out at JezreelWinery.com. Have you visited some of these stores while you're here? Yeah, sure. This is what I'm doing here right and, now. And yeah. people are enjoying it? You give them an opportunity yeah, to... Yeah, uh, I have like a good chance to, to visit uh, the places, the retailers, uh, to do some wine tastings, right. uh, some events. Uh, yeah. yeah. Because I mean, Yehuda, I'm going to let you in on a secret. I've speaking with I've been speaking with Jay for the last twenty years over the radio, and one of the things we do before every chag, and certainly before Rosh Hashanah, is to encourage people to have at least one bottle of Israeli wine on their table as they go. And there are a lot of great wines out there. You know it. There are a lot of yeah. wonderful wines. In fact, Jay's affiliated with a company that makes wines in the United States as well. Oh yeah. So I there didn't are a lot. Yeah, you didn't know that? Yeah, that's <laughs> a big surprise. <laughs> Jay, Jay's affiliated with a company that has wine on all seven continents. If there was an eighth continent, they'd have that as well. <laughs> so, um, But nonetheless, as dedicated as Jay and his company is to wines that might be made outside of Israel, we try to encourage people to have at least one bottle. Take a case from your, from your local retailer of Israeli wine. And enjoy it, and this is obviously a great suggestion. So I hope that our listeners will listen and uh, and get some Jezreel Winery wines on their table this Rosh Hashanah. You know, as a as a consumer and not as somebody who's selling wine here, I just want to tell you that the Carignan will knock your socks off. That's the one. If you're going to try one, um, if you know, it's just amazing. It's really special, and there isn't anybody I know who's tasted it who hasn't just, you know, just hasn't said, "Wow." All right, that's spelled C-A-R-I-G-N-A-N. It's elegant, well-balanced Carignan, as Simon just said. Yeah. comes from an old vineyard that naturally produces very low, concentrated yields of quality grapes, aged for 22 months in oak barrels. This wine has notes of strawberry and herbs and a long, pleasant finish. Jay, are you also on the Carignan bandwagon? I am. Um, if, you can get, if you can find a bottle of Argamon, you should do that. But yes, I got a question yes, for Yehuda, and this is newsworthy, a yeah. question. Go right ahead, sir. Yehuda, it is now, uh, as I understand it, some people last night even were picking grapes in the vineyards in Israel. Uh, can you tell me about how the vineyards and this vintage looks for 2017? Do you have any feedback from the field? I mean, you're not there, but, and you know, how is that all working out? Yeah, well... You can't say I'm not there. I'm just a few, a few, a few days away, of course. Um, but uh, it looks pretty nice this year. Um, the weather was very stable. It was hot, but it was very stable uh, with not much changes. And when we get this kind of weather in Israel, then all the um, all the process in the vineyard is just taking its time, and and it's good. When we have like. Um, 
weather that is a little bit crazy it's like very very hot then it gets colder then it's very very hot so we get confused and and the grapes react but when the when the weather is like um relaxed and calm it's pretty the same for the all important two months then the results are pretty interesting um we can keep uh, acidity which is very important uh, in the grapes and so far it looks pretty amazing i have to say now one second all you wine experts help me out here so right now any bottle i would buy would be a 2016 that would be the latest vintage and now jay's no. what would it be 2015 14. no 2014 14. from israel 14, because yeah. we don't bring in 15. you know 15 was a sneaky year right so we so won't red. So, so when you when you just said 20 how does 2017 look that bottle will hit our market how long from now if it's a white or a rosé then i hopefully uh, you will get it by Pesach. But this if, coming Pesach. Oh, yeah. I don't but, know about that. But, but if uh, if we're talking about the res, then take two years at least. Yeah. Jay, are you arguing with the winery uh, head himself? Is that what you're doing here, Jay? <laughs> if if, if uh, Yehuda will deliver me a rosé before Pesach, I will kiss him in public. <laughs> well, I, 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 can, I, I can promise an Algoman I will make my best for a rosé. I think for that incentive alone, Jay, he's going to be trying very hard. <laughs> no, maybe for that incentive he won't. <laughs> All right, check it out, everybody. JezreelWinery.com, J-E-Z-R-E-E-L Winery.com. You can walk in and ask your retailer about Jezreel Wines and check them out before Rosh Hashanah. Uh, make sure that uh, uh, the recommendations, and believe me, uh, from uh, what Jay has told us and what Simon has uh, testified, they're all great, but uh, between the two of them, we've had two big recommendations, one the Argaman and one the Carignan, which you should check out, C-A-R-I-G-N-A-N, and enjoy. Jay Booksbaum, uh, Kosher Wine Sommelier, number one on planet Earth. Is there something you'd like to add to this conversation? Just thank you, Nachum, for being Nachum and the Nachum Seal Network. Thank you. And I have to tell you, and thank you, Yehuda, for you know just making the great wines and expressing the taste of the place of Israel, the terroir of Israel, through your wines and winery. And, of course, thank you to my really, really dear friend who, without him and the thousands of others Consumers. that are just plain wine freaks, I wouldn't be able to pay tuition. Or I hadn't, you know, so. Simon, you've upheld the Booksbaum family, according to Jay. <laughs> Jay, you're the best. Thank you, and Shana Tova to you. Shana Tova. Shana Tova. Um, are you intimidated when you want to start a winery six years ago and you realize that there are hundreds of boutique wineries already in Israel? Is that intimidating where you say, oh, my gosh, maybe the market is just so full, there's no room for me out there? Well, First of all, you need to know that I'm Israeli. <laughs> that's so one explanation. That's one explanation, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> um, but um, I was intimidated um, just to the point where I, I wasn't sure what bothers me and what I need to do, what I want to do that will be different. But at the second, when I just knew that there is something that is unexplored at all and that is very important, uh, to do, then then I'm I'm on a mission, so I'm relaxed. I'm just doing the job. It is shocking to me that more young um, uh, winery dreamers don't say to themselves, "There's so many bottles out there, and such a large market that's so saturated. I I'm taking a tremendous risk trying to dive into this market and, and make a name for myself." I can't say I wasn't afraid. I still am. 
but you know it's exciting it's exciting to to go into a, an area and place that is is you don't know what is the path you need to go through you just know it will be a, a huge challenge right but when it drives you on then then it's amazing and I enjoy every day I'm, I just I feel so fortunate that I can actually do wine make wine in Israel and be here with you yeah. in New York talking about it there's I mean that's the best for me enjoying every day I know exactly what that's all about yeah. uh, what city are you located in officially your headquarters are where in Israel we're at the uh, Hanaton that's what it's called in Emek Israel. Yeah, in Emek Israel, no- northern part of uh, of uh, of the right. Israel so Valley. It, 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 it's how long of a drive from where, from a city that I'd be familiar with. Uh, if you take Haifa, for example, yeah. it's twenty minutes. Uh-huh. Twenty minutes east, I guess. Yeah, right. uh, an hour fifteen right. from Tel Aviv. It's right. not so far from yeah, the center. I got, I got yeah. It. Is there a visitor center yet? Is there a place for people to come visit you, or you haven't set that up yet? No, no, we set it up. Oh, you have it? There. Yeah, we That's have wonderful. A it's a small visitor center. It's not like a project, not something right. touristic, but you will get a very personal uh, welcome uh, when you come. And, and people come, and, you know, I, I can say something about it. Uh, one of the visions that uh, we had uh, at the beginning was to use wine to create a bridge between us and and people all over the world right mainly from our people jewish and when i have people coming from the states with a story that they had a jezreel wine <laughs> and it was so good they wanted to visit the winery themselves and and they come there and they shake my hand i'm just i'm so excited about it There's it's a good based. feeling yeah that's amazing for me Unbelievable. Aside from the U.S., there are a lot of other countries where your wines are uh, heading? Or, uh? Yeah, sure. We, we export to, to Canada, to France, Belgium, uh, to the U.K., to Switzerland. Um, wow. Hopefully soon South America. Very nice. Um, yeah, and you know, wh- when I had the, that vision that we should do uh, like originally Israeli wines, um, I knew at the same time that it has to be a world-class level wine it can't be just israeli wine and i can actually tell you that the kalinian is the first israeli and kosher wine to get into a three michelin star restaurant in france so that is like the proof for a winemaker that it shows well nice Nachum, no. you would like it yeah you would like it I'd be a you carignan fan you would be all right next time we have dinner simon you're on we're trying it you're on Karinyan is one of them. Go to JezreelWinery.com for more information. Our thanks to Yehuda Nahar, Yehuda Tadaraba. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Simon. Pleasure. Shana Tovam Tukah. Shana Tovam Heading back to Jerusalem. Too. When are you heading back? Mirz Hashem Sunday, but I'm going to try to surprise my wife and go Thursday night, but we'll see what happens. Well, now that it's on the air, I don't know if it'll be a surprise. I'm going to wave. I'm going to wave you on the air. I'm coming from L.A. All I could do is say thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for all your pleasure. encouragement, your support, and uh, uh, people down in Houston had a big smile on their face when we left, and not because we were leaving. Yeah. So <laughs> you should know that. Yehuda Nahar of the Jezreel Winery. Go to JezreelWinery.com, J-E-Z-R-E-E-L Winery.com. Another interesting guest from Israel for us right here at JM in the AM.